Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Our Last Leg Podcast. You got me, Nikki G, and my co-host, Johnny Gamble. Let me tell you, we got a good episode for you guys today. Yes, sorry. Got a lot of uh, a lot of tea, a lot of good stuff, mm-hmm. a lot of insights. Um, but to get the show started, I'm just gonna go ahead and let you guys know. Got my dick stomped in last week, uh, and I'm I'm owning it. I'll own it. Same here. But what an understatement! What yeah. an understatement! And I don't even know if like. I'm sure, actually not. I take it back. If you guys had a lot of ATDs, I, I'll I'll say out that gate for all those people who picked the most popular receivers for the most part and running backs for any time touchdowns, they did fairly well. Anything outside that realm, you guys got fucked. There's no way you didn't. Like I I one was I was definitely one of those people. I'm sure you were too. Uh, I'll I'll put one ticket that I only had that I was really really confident about, and I got fucked because Debo Samuel got injured. I'm not gonna blame him. It sucks that usually when people tend to lose their bets, unfortunately, is due to an injury, and no one ever wants that. Never, never. At, at least with the big name players, for sure. Like somebody, you know, Debo's this early guaranteed in the season. To get, yeah, this yeah. early in the season. But anyway, um, that's my little take. Oh, oh it irks me. It irks me. <laughs> and go ahead, go. Ahead. Um, it irks the living shit out of me. But guess what? We live to fight another day around here. Mm-hmm. We live to fight another day mm-hmm. at our last leg. So. Again, I also got my ass whooped. Um, a lot of really bad beats. A lot of them by one leg, but that's par for the fucking course around here. Um, yeah. Go ahead and peep the name. <laughs> Zoom in on that, John. Free frame. Perfect. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, did you want to t- touch on anything before we dive into the NFL? Yeah. So as we always start every single episode, if you guys enjoy this content, please be sure to drop a like, hit subscribe. Share with your family, friends. We're always here. Drop some picks. Drop a lot of losses, too. But that's it's, it's not the ones that we tell you guys to make. It's the ones that we make our own behalf on the day of. Usually, that's how it goes. But, hey, we enjoy doing this for you guys. We like doing it for ourselves. It's oh, yeah. fun. We enjoy doing it nonetheless. So, again, please be sure to like, hit subscribe, share with your family and friends. We enjoy it. It helps the algorithm. And before we jump into NFL, I am a diehard UFC fan. I'm not going to get into is. depth. But my boy here, if you guys didn't follow us last year, go ahead. Flip back to our YouTube channel for last year. My boy went to go see John fucking Bone Jones when he came back, and that dude ended it in round one in what, less than a minute? It was way too fast. For um, sure. For <laughs> we, sure. were, we were in Vegas for a long fucking time, but by God, was it amazing to watch John Bones Jones. In the, the return. The GOAT of UFC. 100%. The GOAT. Yes, it's sir. not a question. I don't no. want to hear shit about Chuck Liddell, your, mm-hmm. your boy, Conor McGregor. I don't want to hear a fucking <laughs> thing about it. It's John Jones. He would beat ben. the fuck out of your favorite fighter. Yes, sir. Um, but yeah, so coming up on the card this weekend, I think John want to touch on a couple things because I know you're really excited. Oh yeah, about it. Uh, yeah, it's really about three fights. Uh, I'm a Johnny Walker fan. If you don't know, he's an awesome, entertaining fighter. But the main two, I can never pronounce the last names, and I watch them all the time. But Cosmot versus Uzman, bro, bro, definitely a fight you guys need to watch. If Cosmot wins, I'm calling it now. It's gonna be by points or submission. I don't think it's gonna be by KO. Usman wins, it's going to be by KO or points. No submission. But the main card, we were going to get Islam for the rematch versus Charles Oliveira in Dubai. That didn't happen. Unfortunately, Charles Oliveira got cut up on the upper left eyebrow, I think, on a round five sparring the day before his flight, which is super unfortunate. But we got the motherfucking GOAT, Alexander Volkovakinovsky, for the rematch. He lost last time to Islam. This is his time to redeem himself. And in 11-day notice, he took it. 
no bullshit. You guys can search it. So many articles. It was all over the internet for a good day or so. But I'm definitely going to be watching that card. Will I make a bet? More than likely. More than likely. Uh-huh. Now, it's going to be all in, for sure. All I'll be telling what he On makes. Alexander Vukanovsky. <laughs> this dude is going to win. He has to win it back. But if he doesn't, if he doesn't, Islam wins on points. He doesn't knock Volkanovsky out. If Volkanovsky wins, it's going to be on points or TKO. Mark my words. You heard it here. All right. Anyway, that I'm was. Sitting, my- I'm sitting here looking at it as well. These dudes look mean as fuck. Oh, yeah. Like- and, yeah. And if you guys <laughs> You see get a bar fight, fight yeah. you want these guys in your fucking yeah. corner. Oh, yeah, for sure. And Islam, dude, that dude literally. Russell's bears for training and Volkanovsky he's just a short dude but that dude's a Hulk that dude can take anything yeah so truly. Makachev Makachev yeah, uh, Volkanovsky yeah. Islam Makachev and then Alexander and Volkanovsky then Almeida and Lewis yeah. oh, oh Lewis is Lewis fighting is again fighting that but that's coming up in November that's okay, gonna so that's be a great card. card yeah wow yeah but Johnny Walker I'm gonna I'm gonna name the last three winners for sure it's gonna be Johnny Walker hopefully it's gonna be Cosmot hopefully and I really fucking hope more than any of those two. Give me Alexander Volkanovsky. He Are you wins. talking about this guy against Usman? Yup. Kos- uh, Kimov. Kosmov. How do you pronounce it? Yeah. Kimov. Yeah. Whatever. That yeah. dude. <laughs> that dude's a G. That's the protege. One of the proteges under Islam and Khabib, I believe. So in the top three cards, he's taken Walker, the white guy, <laughs> and the... Uh, Alexander motherfucking Volkanovsky. And the other white guy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Well, that's my people- take. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, if you guys are a fan of UFC at least, but I am, and I'm going to say right there. So you guys will see me give some little takes on UFC, pay-per-views like that, the big ones at least. It's the good cards. But yeah. But anyway, I think it's time. I think it is time. Now, if you fast forward past that UFC segment, we're getting into football right now, baby. Um, Let's go ahead and jump right into it. Let's do Thursday night football. Why not? We got Jags at Saints. Mm. My golly, this is going to be a weird matchup. Saints are favored by minus one and a half. Over under at 39 and a half. Um, really fucking low, bro. Yeah, very low. Um, for one, I'll go ahead and come out and say it. Give me the over. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. 39 and a half. They, what, the Jacks put up 34 up on us last mm-hmm. week? Mm-hmm. Or, Granted, yeah. it was in London. Granted, it was in London. Because like you said, it left to them. London well, no, no, that was against the Colts. They just put that up oh, on them. Oh, you're right. Yeah. You're right. I'm just so, I mean, all, all the Saints have to do is score one touchdown. You know, if the Jacks can drop 34 again. Hell, I mean, bro, that game's 2020. 2020, you hit the over. Come on now. That's what? Two touchdowns? Two touchdowns, two field goals. Two touchdowns, two field goals. That's so easily attainable. Both these teams are looking good right now. Mm-hmm. Um, Derek Carr's looking good. 353 yards last week in a tutty. Um, I, I, I'm always rooting for the guy. I have never not liked him. But the problem is he is he's barely good. Like He's... To me, he's a fairly inconsistent. I'm not gonna say he, fairly, but sometimes he can be. I I'd, I'd almost go highly inconsistent. Oh, okay, okay, we agree. Yeah. Okay, yeah. go ahead, go ahead. That, that that's his problem. And right now, you got Chris Olave or Olave, Olave yep. uh, Michael Thompson or Michael Thomas, uh, Alvin Kamara just came back. Taysom Hill. You've got an electric offense there. You know, you should be able to get the job done in most most situations, but he doesn't seem to. Um, and then the other thing, you know, with Derek Carr, he threw for 353 yards last week. They're playing the Jacksonville Jaguars this week. Gardner Minshew put up over 300 yards Bro. against the Jags last week. Uh, yeah. So yeah. I, I I like Derek Carr over 250. Over 250? Over 250. If Gardner can get over 300 and Derek yeah, I mean, Carr's in yeah, rhythm. Granted, he always does pass the ball. He doesn't really, they're not really much of a run game. They're not using Kamara the way we thought. They're Maybe slowly the way they should be easing yeah, it yeah, back yeah, in. I'll, I'll say Most this, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And that's the thing. I think they're trying to kind of reinvent their playbook once more. Cause I almost feel like 
Kamara and Derek Carr are not necessarily one another trying to fight for that top spot, but like it's always been about Derek Carr recently. Kamara was out of the picture for quite a couple of weeks, right? Yeah, yeah. So maybe we're going to start seeing a lot more run game in the playbooks. You can probably see some of those passing yards decrease. I guess depending on who they're playing, that is, and how if they're trying to make a comeback, if they're low, obviously. But can you really? Do you, I? I don't think that Derek Carr breaks two fifty yards. I do. Uh, give me give me Carr for two fifty. If Gardner can go over three hundred, Derek Carr went over three hundred last week. You don't think he can hit two fifty? With at one point, Michael Thomas was one of the greatest wide receivers in the NFL. Chris Olave is very promising. He Taysom is. Hill, yeah. he's a fucking wild card. See, Alvin Kamara. If he does it, it's going to be because of Olave. If he does it, because it's going to be Olave. But that's I, it. I think it's going to be a team effort. And, I think it'll be a team effort. But it won't be in passing yards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Derek, give me Derek Carr over two fifty yards, two hundred fifty passing yards. If I had a, what's his line? Oh, it doesn't say right here. We're, it doesn't looking, tell us. Yet. Yeah, we I got it a right lot. But right if you guys now. don't see it right now, we have an iPad in front of us with all the open bets for Thursday night football. Unfortunately, the only things they give us is the general stuff such as spreads, anytime touchdowns, and over and unders. So there's no SGPs that we can make, unfortunately. But if I could take a whack of what his line is sitting at, what do you think it's at right now? Um, his line's probably at two. I don't know, two, two thirty nine maybe. Okay, so a little short off of two fifty. Off of two fifty, yeah. So you know what? If his line's under two fifty, like his natural line, not an alternative line, his straight up line. If it's less than two fifty, I would take the over. If if he's sitting at two thirty nine, I would take the over. I, I if if it's if it's between two two forty and two fifty, I will take the under. That's me though. That's me. Would you take the over at two twenty five? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well uh, you guys can circle back to our instagram stories if that's a line but for the time being i'm saying it's gonna not be 250 yards i don't all know right. why. i don't know why, but anyway okay all right um so the other thing that we need to look at in this game is that trevor lawrence got a little hurt last week he wasn't looking too yep. good coming off the field i looked yep. like he had a little bit of a knee injury yep. so that's one thing you guys got to take into account but Trevor Lawrence came out and said he's very optimistic that he's going to play. If he's healthy enough, it, it doesn't matter. If he gets doctor's approval and the coaches don't think he should, he's going to tell him he's healthy enough to play. And if Trevor Lawrence is on the field, I like the Jags. When to give me the Jags at plus one and a half and over 39 and a half. I love that pick so much, brother. I'm going to take it <laughs> straight money line. It's plus money at 102. If you guys like the spread for one point, hey, I won't blame you. It's one point. It's not much of a difference. It's minus 115. That's basically one to one, ladies and gents. Why wouldn't you? I'm, say I'm taking the cushion. Yeah, exactly. My boy takes the cushion. I, I don't blame him. Hey, you know, sometimes in football, you gotta you gotta do it, and that's probably why I fuck up. And I'm probably sure you guys who probably do more or less the same thing I do. It's sometimes good to play the cushion, guys. It is. It is. There's no hey. As long as you win, who who cares? Who cares? It's all that matters, baby. Exactly. You know, all right. It, it's rough going against teams you want to or rooting for teams you want to lose, but. From a betting perspective, you have to be very optimistic. Mm-hmm. You have to disassociate from your favorite teams. Mm-hmm. You got to keep that betting mentality. Keep exactly. it up here, baby. Bet with your heart, or excuse me, your head, not yeah, your heart. Exactly, exactly. Um, I think we go ahead and go to the next game if you're okay with that. Absolutely. You care if I pick? Yeah, I already knew you wanted to, so go ahead. Lions at Ravens. Ravens <laughs> are favored by minus three over unders at forty two and a half. Woo! I think personally, this is the second best game of the week. And we'll get to what I think is the number one best. I think it's a little biased. It's your favorite team. No, I mean, to me, these are two Super Bowl contending teams playing each other right now. Lions are what? Four and one? Ravens are four and two? Go ahead with your segment. I'll confirm that. (laughs) Okay. So, 
Both teams are coming off a win. Ravens got a win over the Titans, 24-16. Bucks got a win, or Bucks lost to the Lions, 20-6. Um, if Baltimore wants to win this game, they have got to find a way to get into the fucking end zone because the Ravens struggled big time scoring. Justin Tucker had to kick six fucking field goals. They scored one time. Titans defense did great. And now, you know, let's go ahead and go back and look at this in retrospect. The Lions stopped the Buccaneers from getting in the end zone at all. They weren't able to get in whatsoever. And that's one thing you got to take into, into your perspective when you're making your bet. Because if the Ravens are already struggling to get in the red zone or score in the red zone, and the Lions are not allowing teams to score in the red zone, you know, the Bucs, I mean, hell, they're no slouches. Baker Mayfield, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, you know, they're, they're yeah. not no chumps on the field. And the Lions made them look like that. So, don't you think that's more on Baker Mayfield's part, though? I, there's a lot that it falls into. There, I know, there, I, know and I know you like the dude so much because I'm not saying I don't like the dis, the, the the dude. I really don't. I I'll have indifferent opinions with a guy. Maybe it's more of a game by game basis. It is he most has, definitely right. But he's not consistent. I'll, I'll okay, give you okay, that. okay. Yeah. We agree with that. We can agree with that. But the Baker's who not are like consistent. A- are those two receivers? Granted, we had Brady throwing darts to these guys. So like maybe I'm stuck in that mentality, which I'll admit I'm more stuck on that mentality where you're, you have Brady throwing darts to these receivers. They're more than likely going to catch it. We're comparing Brady to someone like Baker Mayfield. I'm not saying Baker Mayfield doesn't have that potential because he truly does. Just not right now. So it's kind of hard to really say and support something like that because we're trying to, we, I mean me trying to compare and I'm stuck in that mindset. And I'll admit to it again. That I just can't see how Godwin, Mike Evans, most of these players, those wide receivers on the Bucks can shine with someone who has to rely on a quarterback like Baker Mayfield throwing them darts. Well, the issue there is Mike Evans has had, I think, five consecutive 1,000-yard seasons. That was before Brady. Baker should be able to get it done. I did not know that stat. They've got the hands. I think Mike Evans has the most consecutive 1,000-yard seasons in the NFL right now. Did not know that. So, but cycling back, you know, the the Lions were able to shut him down, but Baker Mayfield's not Lamar Jackson. Let's let's just yeah. go ahead and clear that up. Yeah. Lamar is a triple threat. You know, he can run the ball, mm-hmm. he can pass the ball, mm-hmm. or he can just dump it off to a running back, and you think he still has the ball. So, don't forget. Golf also threw for 353 yards last week as yes, well. Yes, sir. That man yep. had a fucking day, two tutties. Hey, hats off to Golf because, wow, that guy played fucking great. Um, the only thing that scares me about the Lions in this game, David Montgomery got hurt last week. Mm-hmm. But walking into that game, Jameer Gibbs was injured already. Their backup running back. So now they're going to be running. Oh, they just signed true. one guy that I think was an undrafted free agent, and they elevated somebody from the practice squad. Interesting. So, with that being said, <laughs> the Ravens struggled really bad with the Titans. Before you make your decision, at the beginning, you said Detroit, what was their record of what rank were they? I think they're four and one, aren't they? Yeah, and then Ravens she, are four and they two. They are five and one. Five and one. Ladies and gentlemen. I mean, goddamn. Yeah. yeah. They're juggernauts in the NFL right now. Yeah, and Ravens are four and two. Four and two, exactly. So, everybody's got the Ravens winning this game. They're favored by three. And go flock, go. Die hard Ravens fan. I bleed blue and purple, baby, okay? 
Give me the Lions plus five and a half and the under. John, how do you feel about that? <laughs> I will say that I like the you said plus five and a half. Lions plus five and a half. Oh, am I tripping? Are the Lions the underdogs? Yes. No shot. I swear to God, Ravens are favored by two. Ladies and gentlemen, this dude is not lying. No, they're actually favored by three on FanDuel as we <coughs> speak. Ooh. Honestly, I like the plus three then. I, I think it's disrespectful to the Lions. I They're in Baltimore, but I don't I, think that's going to change I, anything. I, I think the Lions win no matter what. But plus three in case they lose by a field goal, I like that too. So if they do lose by a field goal, take them at three and a half instead. That way you still cover the spread, be good to go. Um, I like him at five and a half. I always play the cushion. You know, I, I don't expect the Ravens to win this game, but I'm going to be rooting for them while I'm playing, even with money on the line for the Lions. Respect. So. <laughs> Respect. Okay, so we can both agree that the Detroit Lions cover. You're saying five and a half? I, I like him at five and a half. Can right, you I'll agree they just cover that? Yeah, yeah. I'll, okay. I'll take five. Yeah. Perfect. Agreed. We agree on that one, 100%. Yeah, they, okay. they, only, they only beat the Titans by, what was it? It was 24 to 16. They only won by eight points. And the Lions are a way better fucking team than the Titans. So do with that what you will. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I think another game that we want to touch on. Oh, are you done with that one? Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm done. Oh, before all, we do. Good. Over under? Touching it? Don't like it? I like the under. Agreed. I like the under. Agreed. I, I, I smell like uh, de- definitely the under. I like the under. Give me 13, 20. Lions. That sounds very That's realistic. Thirty-three, right there. Thirty-three. Got to think though. Yeah. All, all, all the, but th- then there's the other problem is all the Ravens have to do is drive downfield sixty-five yards. Justin Tucker, field goal, field goal, field goal. Yes. And, and with him you're kicking right. six you last are, week, you are they put up right. eighteen yeah. points with you. Him. Are fucking right. Which I also had him on his fantasy. Thank God. But no, you shit. are right. You are right. I I forget. We got they. We sorry. They got the freaking best kicker. In the NFL. In the history of the NFL. The, yeah. Historically, the most, statistically, the most accurate, accurate kicker, kicker ever. Yep. Agreed. The record setter so, for okay. the longest fucking field goal. Yeah. That, you know, it's so funny because uh, this is the last point I'm going to touch on this game because we've probably been dabbing a little <laughs> too long on it. But it's hard when you talk about the Ravens. Everyone just talks about Lamar Jackson. Yep. And you don't even think about the field goal yardage that this kicker gets. Because he can truly score what he just said and what we all witnessed. He's 18 points alone in just field goals. Impressive. Impressive. He can win a whole game on his own. No shit. He can literally win a whole game on his own. I mean, that's why kickers are scoring, some, sorry. That's why kickers are some of the highest scoring players in the NFL. Adam Vinatieri has more points ever scored in the NFL than any player in history. God. God, yeah. what a stat. What a stat. <laughs> anyway, that's hard as a game that I don't really even want to talk about because he just fucking... It fucking ails me. It ails me talking about my Oh, team. I know where you're going. I got a nice little <sighs> slate written. Up. Yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> we are going to talk about the motherfucking New England Patriots at home against the Buffalo Bills, Bills Mafia. It is favoring, guess who? The Bills at minus eight and a half as we are looking at it right now. And the over and under is sitting at minus, over and under, excuse me, 41 and a half. <sighs> Now, just to be clear, from a betting perspective, I went against my favorite team. So, let's see what John does after we read off a couple stats for you. And just just a little bit of info. Let's see which direction he goes. So, 
Bills are coming off <laughs> a disgusting W against the Giants. Um, that was foul. They got away with a blatant pass interference call in the very last play of the game against Darren Waller. They were all over him. It should have been another play, and I think the Giants would have beat him. But, you know, the NFL's got the script. They got to follow it. So, yeah. Patriots coming off 21-17 loss to the Raiders, which wasn't very shocking at all. Yeah. Um, the Patriots are gross, and they're only getting nastier. Uh, yes, yes. They are, but same way with, you know, the Colts. Anytime you have a beautiful franchise that runs for so long, you just get fucked for like a decade. Like, you you don't get to get back-to-back generational quarterbacks unless you're the goddamn Packers. You know what I'm saying? Um, but Patriots lost 21-17, and mm. I don't think the Patriots have a fucking chance of winning this. Um, even when the Bills aren't playing great, somehow they still find a way to compete in games. Yes, sir. And I think if the Bills are firing on 60% of their cylinders, they still find a way to beat the Patriots. Actually, I don't think the Patriots find a way to beat the Bills. I don't think the Bills find a way to win. I think the Patriots can't find a way to beat the Bills. Um, Agreed. But do you think they could cover eight and a half? I guess that's the real question because I'm sure 99% of the pop thinks that the Bills will win, which I'm one of those. Let me go give you this little zinger then. Patriots are 0-3 at home against the spread, and guess what they're playing? Gillette Stadium. So they have not covered the spread once at home. Eight and a half is a big number, though. That's a big number. Clearly, the Bills aren't good at running up the score. We've seen that this year. Mm -hmm. They're not the same team anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, So, if I'm giving you a pick, I'm taking the Bills at 7.5. I think 9.5 is a little steep, or 8.5. What are they at? 8.5 right now? I like 7.5. I think for some reason it's going to be 8. I'm not even going to. Well, I'll I'll respect (laughs) that they're going to win, because I agree. The Bills will win. I don't need, like I don't I like what you said. I don't see them even standing a chance and the Bills like what you said. They don't have to find the means on how to beat Belichick. How? For what reason? This is this is probably like the lowest point that Belichick's have ever been in a fucking long time. In his entire career. In his entire career. And I'm I say it, I've been saying it since last season, ladies and gents. I am so over Mac Jones. I am. And I'm not saying it's just necessarily him, but the last two out of the three games have been him. Shot of a doubt. No shot of a doubt. Is it all his fault? No. But the Pages need to figure something out. Belichick needs to figure something out. Um, uh, one of the quotes I saw, it said that somebody close to Mac Jones just came out and said, you can't give a chef bad ingredients and expect him to cook. There you go. A good chef knows how to make a gourmet fucking meal out of a McDonald's burger. Don't give me that shit. Brady did it with dog shit receivers yes, his entire fucking career and made them elevated, made them look better than they were. Let's see. Wes Welker, Chris Hogan, uh, Julian Edelman. Edelman was really good. Yeah. But I don't think he would be. He was the only one. He, I don't think he would be what he is without Brady. Agreed. Um, Agreed. You know, fuck, dude. The list goes on and on. Of receivers that were oh, not that good. God, it's tough. It just irks me. Keep going. So, I mean, the, that's really what I'm getting at. Gourmet, sh- a good chef could make a gourmet meal out of a fucking McDonald's order. So, don't give me that bullshit that you don't know how to cook. You know, you work with what you've got and you make the best of a bad situation. Good quarterbacks do that. And I agree with John. I don't think Mac Jones is a franchise quarterback like they expected him to be. 
Agreed. And I'm, I don't even want to touch more about it. I'm getting, I'm getting boiled. Ooh, you want to hear boiled. another thing? Of course. They also came out and said that Bill Belichick is not unfireable. What they need to do is get rid of him in the GM position. He's a great head coach. He needs to quit picking players, though. This isn't, you know, you, you can't build a team around the premise of what you did with Tom Brady. It's not going to work. The NFL changes all the fucking time. Belichick needs to lose the GM position, which is normally a lot of the drafting rights, and has a lot of say in who gets drafted. So, Belichick is not unfireable. That, oh my God, it's music to my ears. <laughs> I love to hear it. Maybe he's in, stuck in the same mindset as me and most people are. Because we just compare Mac Jones with literally the best court. Hard, deba- debatably, hard. debatably. One of the best quarterbacks of all time. Very big shoes to fill, too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Okay. And that's and it's unfortunate for Mac Jones because he has to follow in that shadow or footsteps mm-hmm. of the, one of the greatest mm-hmm. quarterbacks that just left the team. Sucks for him, but he has the spotlight. It just sucks that he's not able to fill that role. Maybe in a couple of years from now. Right now is not the time. We need to adapt. We need to make some changes. Whether that's on the coaching side, admittable, but definitely on the offensive passing side. That is my take. Give me the Bills money line. They're going to win. I don't even care about how much, frankly, but they're going to win. Got one more for you. One more. Just a little. Of course little, you do. <laughs> put, one more put, put lime on the wound. Go so, yeah, exactly. Uh, so the Patriots only, or they lost by four points to the Raiders. To the Raiders. Are we saying the Raiders have a better offense than the Bills? Absolutely no. not. Absolutely not. We don't think the Bills can get five more points. You don't think in that situation the Bills don't get five more points with a better defense and a better offense? You're trying offense? to convince me to take the spread. That's what, <laughs> That's what he's trying to do. Guys, don't listen to this guy. They're good. Bills will win. The Bills will win. But will they win? But like what you say, but take the spread. I'll take him at seven and a half. I'm, I'm just a, I'm a giant pussy. So yeah. I'm taking him at seven and a half. I don't like the eight and a half. I feel like. That's kind of a baity number, especially after they got us real good on the 49ers and Browns last week. So I'm just taking that little bit of cushion. Um, I like the Bills at minus seven and a half. Patriots lose no matter what. Agreed? Uh, agreed on the Patriots losing no matter what. Beautiful. I love to hear that. I bet you do. Let me All right. One more time. Nothing. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to let him choose the next game. All right. Um, let's go ahead and do the... Chargers at the Chiefs. My fucking goodness. Uh, mm. Chiefs minus five and a half over under sitting at 48 and a half. Um, this is the $750 million matchup right here. Three quarter of a billion dollar matchup right here. You got the half a billion dollar quarterback Patrick Mahomes against the quarter billion dollar quarterback Justin Herbert. I mean, this is going to be. Yeah. A great fucking game, man. We can expect a lot of a lot of passing yards. Yes. For sure. For sure. So honestly, and they, they probably are making the right choice throwing the over and under at 45, or excuse me, 48 and a half. I honestly would usually say with a number that high, give me the under. But with these two teams, I'm sure you and I agree, hopefully, this is going to be a high-scoring game. So I'm liking the over... And as far as how the Chiefs have been playing, I don't think as far as Patrick Mahomes' ankle injury, it hasn't been playing a big factor. I think he finally overcame that. Agreed. And I think the whole offensive line has understood that he's good to go. That doesn't mean let let them get it to him. But that ankle is no longer an issue, guys. This dude can run the ball. 
if he wants to. He's not probably not gonna. I think this is going to be a very, very pass hard, heavy game. So whatever their lines are at, I can definitely see Patty Mahomes throwing plus 250, plus 275 yards. And honestly, might say the same for Josh Herbert. Those are bold statements there, John. Yeah. Um, I like so it. Honestly, I like that. Chiefs have won five in a row. Mm, yes. Yeah. Chargers. Um, definitely need to take that into account. But another thing to look at, last two times they played, it's been within a field goal. Chiefs are at minus five and a half. So with that logic, Chargers plus five and a half should be a no fucking brainer. Um, if they're keeping it within a field goal, I think this is a very tight game. The over-under scares the fuck out of me because this could turn into a... I mean, look, even if it's 27-21, you don't hit. You do not hit that. And actually, the spread doesn't hit. So, the best bet that I could think of is Chargers plus 6.5. Um, you're going to lose a little bit of juice on the spread, but not a whole lot because it's at 5.5 for the Chiefs. So, you take the Chargers at plus 6.5... Last two games have been within a field goal. Even if it's, you know, 21-27, you're getting that extra six. You got that extra half point to save your ass right there. And I think that's the best way to go. Personally, Chargers struggled against the Cowboys. A lot. A lot. Um, I think they come back with a vengeance. I think Mahomes gets put in check once again. Um, But I do like the passing props. I like the player props in this game. Um, I think the Chiefs still win, but okay. I, I think the Chargers do cover the spread. So, if you're saying that the Chargers cover by plus six and a half, so obviously with that being said, you have faith, some faith, that the Chargers could somehow pull this off. Correct. In As far as a winning standing point. But... In his statement, if you guys rewind a little bit, he said that the Chiefs win, where I agree with that. So, if you guys do not like the over and under, like my boy does not, fine. How do you feel about a winning margin of the Kansas City Chiefs between 1 and 13 points? And, bro, that already puts you at plus 120, which is plus money. That's, that's... That's really good. Right. right. <laughs> I like right. that. Right. He just made that up on the fly, you guys. I, so you I literally, right here, that looks nice. It looks promising. It looks realistic because it just literally agreed with everything my boy just said. I'm not saying, honestly, I'm not saying that the Chargers don't cover the spread, whether that's six and a half or five and a half. But we agree that the Chiefs win. And I don't think that the Chiefs win by two touchdowns or more right um i agree with you on that so i'm not sure if Fanduel will let us do it but if they do take the chargers on the spread and take the chiefs winning margin margin at one to 13 if they let you do that that'd be fucking kick-ass that those seem to be would be even better odds because that's really back in our same theory that we have yeah 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 you're right you're right and I think right now, just because we're playing with it as we speak, uh, some of the SGPs and stuff, obviously they're not set yet. They probably will be Saturday or Friday. But usually, from what I'm aware of on FanDuel, on winning margins, they are a part of SGPs, same-game parlays. So if that is the case, we might throw up a little something on our story, 
Be sure to follow us, whatever. And we'll at least show you what it looks like on FanDuel if you guys bet on that sports book. And we'll all, on there, we'll also be dropping our bets and stuff since we're putting this podcast out so early. We'll make sure to get some bet slips in, in there that you guys can look at and tail if you would like to, you know, adjust whatever you want. But we have a pretty good idea of which direction we like to go in. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And I think it is a shootout, just like John said. And I like a lot of the player props in this game. But I think your safest bet is going to be Chiefs 1-13 to 13 on the victory. Yeah. And that's plus money, guys. Like, can you beat that? Not really. Not with this one. Not for a straight up. We don't like to do a lot of straight ups, but if you're going to. This is I'm the one. Go. Yeah, this that's is the it. one. That's it. Agreed? Agreed. All right. What is the next one? All right. We've got two more games to touch on. One's going to be light. One's going to be the longer one, which is going to be this one right here. we got the Dolphins at the Eagles. My goodness. That's I awesome. personally think this is going to be the greatest game of the week. This is America's game. This is going to be a fucking shoot out. Um, oh, Dolphins. Sunday night football. Woo. I'm saying primetime, baby. This is this is what we want in primetime. Th- this is it right here. Dolphins and Eagles. Eagles are favored by minus two. Over under is sitting at 51 and a half. It's tiny. Um, let me go ahead and give you some. As far as the. Sp- d- 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 just some odd things real quick. Yeah. yeah. Um, because Get them out of the way now. The Dolphins are the Eagles of the AFC. The Eagles are the. Dolphins of the NFC. Um, they both drafted a franchise quarterback in 2020. They both used a top 10 pick on a receiver in 2021. They both made a huge trade for a receiver in 2022. They are both now tied for the best record in the NFL in 2023. They are the same fucking team for the last three years, which is, I, I, I find that slightly interesting. And then we also got to take into consideration Dolphins are they have the highest average for passing yards in the NFL right yeah, now. Yeah. Best duo right now, right? Uh, you they have to be. There, there's no way they're not. The, the the next team doesn't even average 270 yards in second place. And uh. the Dolphins are at 316 passing yards average per game. That's fucking crazy. Now, granted, a lot of that is stat padded from the 70 to 20 win. But at the same time, stats are stats, baby. You got to follow that. Yeah. Yeah. Stats are stats. But if you want to take other games into comparison of what had happened, may I remind you guys? The Bills. The the Eagles just lost. Oh, the that too. Yeah. They just lost to the Jets, guys. We are recording this on a Tuesday night right now. When I, <laughs> I, I won't even touch too much on it. I was telling my guy all day, the Jets were somehow going to win today. It was in disbelief, and he was just saying, no, they're not, bro. And I was saying, I don't know, man. They're going to pull it off some way, somehow. And I was this close on betting it, and I didn't. And lo and behold, if you guys watched that game, wow, wow. Honestly, that day, that day, I really felt like the NFL was almost fucking rigged. I really did. Oh, Vegas had a hand in last Sunday. How how do the Eagles lose the same day, miraculously, that the undefeated 49ers lose by a field goal? Like, I mean, just to be clear, this is how we justify losing our bets. But <laughs> no, it, re- it really felt I like that. I don't know. It really, it was a little too, too convenient for both of those teams to lose on a day like that. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Yes. A hundred percent. And we would even say it last episode, if you guys go back, my boy even said that the Browns were sitting at 
Minus the, the, the Niners were at minus four, four and a half when we recorded yeah. it. Yeah, and then it jumped to nine and a half. So thankfully, I hope you guys did take that line. But that was a trap I was willing to fall for. I fell for it. I I, I fell two units for it. Yeah, and it's it's uh, it's um, I'm, I'm oh oh I'm in loss of words. Makes truly. no fucking it, it hurts even talking about it. But the point is, if if the Eagles lost to the New York Jets, what makes you think that the Miami Dolphins can't pull it off against the Eagles? Well. I do think that because I got the Dolphins at plus two. Um, I'm never going to go against the highest scoring team in the entire NFL. The team that has the most passing yards statistically, they do not lose this game. Granted, they are in Philly. Yep. Literally the worst fan base in the entire fucking NFL. They threw fucking batteries at Santa Claus. Um, <laughs> but at the end of the day, if the Eagles have some success downfield, which is where they're going to have to find it at, they can keep up with the highest scoring team in the NFL. Yeah. Which is why the line is so small. Don't care. Lot Dolphins plus two. You know, I'm honestly surprised you didn't want to bump them up to plus three and a half. You don't think? Uh, I'm almost confident the Dolphins win this. So what do you want to take the money line? No. I, again, I, I like the cushion. I like the cushion. I think the Dolphins could be up by one. Eagles can march downfield, kick a field goal. You know what? I'll agree with you on this one. Honestly, I, I, you're right. I usually go money line, money line on either or. This one, you're probably right. Honestly, I'm going to bump it up to plus three and a half, which I usually don't do. And, and that's a great bet, too. I, I'll take that as well. Just, I'll take the three just, and a half Just because well. you just never know. This, this, You're right. This is literally the game of the week. It really is. Yeah. And, you were gonna, and this sucks because... It's Sunday night football. We're gonna we're gonna drag out our entire Sunday watching football just for this game. But at and least it's gonna we be have, so worth it. Yeah, but we got the Chargers and Chiefs beforehand. Also so true. so so we got two good games. Is that going a four PM or one PM? Yeah, it's gonna be a four o'clock game. Even better, likely. guys. Almost better. positive. Even better. So yeah, I guess agree. Agreed. Miami covers plus three and a half. Agree. Hell yeah. I like that one. I like that one. I'm definitely going to make some player props, though. I'm, I'm expecting yes. a lot of yardage yes. both ways. Stephon Diggs, Tyreek, Waddle. I don't know. Who, who else is he? Oh, Gabriel Davis. That was the other guy. I'm chipping. That's Bills. Bills. Uh, Devontae Smith, uh, AJ Eagles. Brown, <laughs> Tyreek Hill, and Waddle. There we go. Sorry. <laughs> Got mixed up with my teams there. But and then, um, uh, just, just one more thing on that. Don't sleep on Raheem Mostert. Do oh, not yeah, sleep yeah, on yeah. him this week. Yeah. Um, Dude's breaking I'm not, records. I'm, I'm not sure if it's going to be passing yards or receiving yards. He's going to be a big part in that offense. It's going to be hard to get past uh, Fletcher Cox. Um, but I, 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 I think the Dolphins get it done. I don't like any unders in this game, bro. Like on player pop, on player props, don't touch the total. But the player props, like we all expect high receiving yards. High rushing yards, either whether that's from Jalen Hurts or from Mostert, Mostert, however you pronounce his last name. Like, I, I don't I don't expect they, – they're both going to try to play defense, obviously, but I don't think either team is going to do well enough to stop each other, if that makes any sense. Agreed. Agreed. Right? Yep. Okay. Hell yeah. Um, then we just got one more to touch on. Um, this is going to be the short one for you guys. Oh, boy. This one – I wouldn't touch it if I were you, but here we go. 49ers at Vikings. 49ers are favored by uh, minus like game. Like seven. Game. Over under is at 44. McCaffrey hurt last week. Debo hurt last week. Lost in embarrassing fucking fashion. Uh, like, 
am embarrassing. They lost to a backup fucking quarterback after spanking a top 10 NFL team by 32 fucking points. Yeah, bro. What an upset. What a true, true upset. This one, honestly, bro, I was more upset about the 49ers losing than the Eagles losing to the Jets. Because we, we gave you guys that as the lock of the week. That, yeah, like... And I'm disappointed in ourselves, <sighs> but... By God, I think anybody that has any type of gambling perspective would have taken that bet. And I guess wouldn't you find this line kind of trickery, if you will, considering both teams have injured players. Mo- granted, most of their best players, Debo Samuel, like you said, McCaffrey, JJ is out too. Wouldn't, don't you find that minus seven favor the 49ers, not even at home, away, favorable too? A little bit? A uh, little bit? I don't know, because, I mean, fuck. Anytime you give the the Niners a big spread, they can't cover it. They always seem to crumble. Oh, okay. Um, I'm but like, by God, it, you know how fucking hard it is to try and back Kirk Cousins? Like, uh, yeah, I want to disagree. Hands He's down. He's on my fantasy, too, so I know. <laughs> the I most know. inconsistent quarterback in the NFL. Rewind, uh, rewind, rewind. Last week, last week, my boy did say it. He, he was so adamant about it, loved it, great enthusiasm. He did say, Kirk Cousins, he couldn't see him being another Viking next year. I just saw and after a, a post an article yesterday or two days ago. Uh-huh. I think they just signed him. I don't know for how long, but he said that he was going to be a Viking. Not sure for how much longer, but he is going to be a part of the Minnesota Vikings. So... Maybe he really does have a tie with this. He wants to become better. He, I think he's stuck there, not because he doesn't want to, because he wants to be. He wants to be the difference. He wants to be the main man for a team like Minnesota Vikings to make it to the top. He should, honestly, I know you say that he's not going to be a part of it eventually. I think he's going to stay there for a long fucking time. So, this is the team that he wants to climb all the way through, whether that's hitting rock bottom or making it to the top, and whether that's the Super Bowl, playoffs, etc. So you're saying that he just got signed? I'm pretty sure I just saw a, an article saying that he was either uh, he decided he made a decision of not wanting to leave Minnesota. Yeah, or it's signed. it's not going to be up to him. It's not going to be because this is the year his contract ends. Right. It's up to them whether they re-sign him. And I said on the last one as well, if they do sign him, it'll be to one or two years. There will not be a year fucking more for Kirk Cousins with a very very minimal pay. I, yeah, yeah because saying that too. He Kirk Cousins doesn't expect contract talks with Vikings until off season, you know, and that was oh, all the way back in June. Season. Yeah. So the only time that I would back Kirk Cousins is with Jay Jettas on the field. And okay. God, I know we talked about it last week. Could, could you imagine Stefan Diggs, <laughs> Jay Jettas, <laughs> and did. Adam Thielen? Oh my fucking God. Woo. Yeah, but they had to get Thylene all the way back too, and Diggs and everything. I can't believe they got rid of him. Yeah. That still blows that my mind. That He's killing it in Carolina right now. Killing yeah. it in Carolina. Yeah. Keep an eye on him, guys. Keep yeah. an eye on him. Very slept on it. again. You got a ten man league. Pick Thylene up. Um, I'm pretty sure I said that last week as you well. Did. You did. And he had a killer fucking week last week. You did. He had a great week last week. I think he put up like 30 fantasy points. Yep. That's yeah. top tier for a wide receiver, man. For sure. For sure. Um, but I'm not sure. What to do about this game? 49ers are one and two on the road against the spread. Vikings are 0 and three at home against the spread. Oh, good golly. Um, if I'm a better. Oh, this is hard. I'm not touching it. I'm like, wow. I'm not playing it. You So I only say that as long as CMC and Debo Samuel are out. 
if CMC is in, I will play the game. If CMC is out, I won't play the game. If Debo's in, I will play the game. If Debo's out, I won't play the game. I would not touch a spread or a money line. Agreed. But. But. You just got to go in. You got to nickel and dime your player. I'm liking. I don't know who's going to do it. I don't know who's going to make it. It's either going to be Madison for an anytime touchdown. I don't know why. I don't know why. Or Hawkinson. Hawkinson. That's the next one. It's going to be Hawkinson. Yeah. I don't know. Like, who else does he have to target? I mean, he has, he has, what, he has some people. I'm not going to lie. Then but it, Hawkinson, if JJ's not number one, Hawkinson's an absolute number two. He's going to throw it to him. He has to throw it to him. Yeah. He's all like, he's his Thielen. He's his JJ. Like, they're, but they're not in the picture here. They're not. It's going to have to go to Hawkinson. Whatever that line is at right now, I'm looking at it right in front of us. There's no anytime touchdown, unfortunately. But Hawkinson. I love that. And someone who's starting to make a rise, they did it last season for the 49ers, but we saw him make a touchdown last week. I'm liking Kittle. I'm liking Kittle, Kittle for an anytime touchdown Again, or know, his yards. Yeah, d- don't forget Kittle. I, to dude, me, dude, top, dude, five, top five tight end in the NFL. Absolutely. Agreed. Braden Ayuk. Oh, yep. Top 15 wide yes, receiver sir. in the NFL. That's another wide receiver we got to keep an eye on. They too. still got fucking dogs out on that field, Yeah, exactly. Bro. So even if they don't have Debo Samuel and they don't have McCaffrey, they have weapons. And that's probably why the line is sitting at minus seven and a half, a whole tutty. So if you want to be brave enough to take the whole plus seven on the Vikings, I'm not saying I wouldn't blame you. I'm not I'm not touching it. No shot I'm touching it. But I like the player props of any time touchdowns for either Hawkinson. I said Madison. I take it back. Hawkinson, Kittle, how you pronounce his name? Ayuk? Brandon Ayuk. That guy. <laughs> <laughs> One of those three. And if I had to choose two, Ayuk. Ayuk? <laughs> Brandon Ayuk. Ayuk. <laughs> and Hawkinson. Ayuk. I like those two. Like, yeah, that's my take. That's my take, bro. It really is. I'll All right, yeah. I, I mean, I agree with the majority of that. I would go. I'd go Hawkinson, ATD. Give me. Go ahead and give me. It's so hard to imagine a game that McCaffrey's not in, right? Well, yes, it is. But I, I've said this. I'm pretty sure, like two weeks ago, I said you get rid of McCaffrey, and the 49ers are back to a nine and seven team. I'm. I swear to God, I've said that on this podcast. And that's exactly what will happen. And right now they're dealing with injury prone McCaffrey. They're getting the best of McCaffrey. Why teams didn't want to touch him in the first place. Why the Panthers were willing to put him on the trade block. But at the end of the day, it's CM fucking C bro. If he's playing, you know what? Even if Debo doesn't play and CMC plays, give me the 49ers at six and a half. Give me the Niners at six and a half. After that embarrassing loss last week, I think they get business done in Minnesota. (sighs) I can't even pull myself to even touch it, bro. I can't. But I respect your decision. <laughs> I respect your decision. I'm I'm still flying with my anytime touchdowns because this game can really go either way, and I'm actually excited for it. I don't know you're really not. I'll say that. Right? Yeah. You, you, you're not. I mean, it's going to be a boring ass game. But but that's also what we said about the Broncos and uh, uh, Bears. Bears. I'm like, yeah. Look at that. And it was very interesting. Right. Um, you're right. You know what? I will be watching this game. I'll probably play it just a little bit, not too much. Um. But both uh, both these teams are intriguing. Mm. You know, they they still have potential. Mm-hmm. KJ Osborne, TJ Hawkinson, mm. Kirk Cousins, Madison, uh, 
Neither of them really have a. I don't know, man. Yeah, bro. See, so see now you got thinking, right? We're we're gonna make this a smaller piece. We're not gonna dabble too yeah. much because it, yeah. it, it is uh, like right. We started off. Uh, we me he he said that is gonna be a pretty boring game. We might be in for a surprise, guys. We might be, and I'm hoping that we are because sometimes I like being proved wrong, especially when it's a boring game. Everyone wants an entertaining game. That's why we watch football. It's exciting. Anything can happen. Right. Anything, any point, any time, something can happen. That's what I'm hoping for. I'm not touching the money line, and I'm not touching the spread, nor am I touching the over and under. But I'm hoping to see some touchdowns, and I'm hoping to see an entertaining motherfucking game. Do you have anything else for us? Any best bets? I think we sign off, buddy. You sure? Ah, you know <laughs> what? Okay, let me go ahead and throw one together real quick. I will tell you guys right now, Chargers plus five and a half. Go ahead and give me the Dolphins plus two. Give me the Niners money line, and give me... The Bills money line, that's plus 501 odds, man. And I feel like all of those are locks. Um, you go ahead and get your little 50% profit boost, puts you about 750. Um, yeah, you throw a unit on that. Love that's, it. A, that's a decent payday. It's not it. bad. It gives you a little bit of gambling money. Um, pull yourself out a nice little chunk. Take your old lady out to dinner. It ain't going to be nothing special. Probably Applebee's, but if you throw <laughs> two units on it, you're going to Texas. Right hey, now. yo, man, go get those $1 marks, brother. No joke. <laughs> if we lose, exactly. we're going to Applebee's and exactly. get $1 marks. All right, I'm going to give you guys my little three-teamer steamer as usual. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Jacksonville Jags money line. That's a good pick. I am going to go, just because how have you been hyping them up lately, I'm going to go with Tampa Bay Buccaneers money line. And, ooh, it's always the third one that I want to throw. Bro, this is a, oh, man. Give me. Think this wrong, is, think this, wrong. This is, the, this is probably going to be the little flip of a coin. Give me the Miami Dolphins money line, and that puts you plus six to one. And if you do get a little plus 50% boost, it might push you to eight, eight to one, something like that. That's mine. That's his. You guys heard it here. Hopefully, we both cash. If you guys like the content, please be sure to drop a like. Hit subscribe. We are out here. YouTube, Spotify, <laughs> whatever. Anything else to say? Hey, you guys have a good gambling week. We're going to do the same, and I think we're actually going to make profit this week. For sure. Fuck the books. We're here. Our last leg. You got me, Johnny Gamble, my boy. Oh, Nikki G. We are here, guys. We will see you guys next week. Woo, let's break the books, Bubba. Cheers, y'all. Peace.